Welcome to the Doxa Dialogue, a podcast about living life on mission for the glory of God. My name is David Rudy. I'm the pastor at Doxa Church, and I am joined by my wife, Julie. Hello, Julie. Hey, welcome to the podcast. So good to be here. It's the first day, guys, that it actually feels like fall. I have a sweater on. It's fantastic. Yes, I love it, too. I mean, the rainy weather the last couple of days has been nice. But it is so nice to actually wear a jacket, wear a sweater, wear a flannel. Yes, Monroe today, I told her she had to pick out a sweatshirt, and she got so excited because she has a few that she's been waiting to wear. So she's looking darling today, if you Love could it. see her. So Julie, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our weekend. We actually had a pretty wild weekend. It was oh, so man. eventful. It was a blast, but it's really going to parlay perfectly into our topic for today, which is life pace. Why don't you give the listeners a snapshot of our week last week? Okay. Well, we have church things that go on, so that means... Mm-hmm. There's life group. David's had a lot of extra elder meetings this week, which means he's not at home in the evening sometimes. And we had a wedding this weekend. Shout out to George and Caitlin. Congrats. Super excited for them. So we were involved in the rehearsal and then the wedding and their kids had soccer. And then our church also, we support Child Freedom Coalition and they had a 5K race this weekend. Incredible mission. If you don't know about it, we'll have to share about that sometime with you. Yeah, Saturday was awesome. Here here it goes. Wake up, go volunteer at 7 o'clock. Go from that to the soccer game. Yes. Shout out to Paxton. He scored two goals. Yes, he did. Did his cartwheel after he scored. (laughs) So cute. Beckham's team played way better. 5-5 draw. Since you guys are all riveted to know the scores. Integrity award. The The intense, intense award, I guess. Yeah, there you go. That's better. And then, yeah, we had the wedding, and we had just a wild time. And then we had some people over for dinner, some people that have been visiting the church after the wedding. Yeah, yeah. So Saturday, Sunday morning, man, I had so much concealer under my eyes. (laughs) My my eyes were so baggy. Sunday morning, anniversary Sunday, we had the picnic. That was great. It was just fabulous time. But And then I had another meeting that Sunday night, too, with church. So by the time we were done with all of that, we were just like, whoa, time to take a deep breath. Our kids are feeling it. Well, and what David didn't share about this story is that because of our life pace and because of our schedule, our kids did not see us. We didn't sit down for dinner, which we normally do. We make a Mm -hmm. habit of all sitting around the table. We talk about the highs and the lows of their school day. Mm -hmm. And it's usually great. And this week it just didn't happen. And let me tell you, our kids... We're feeling it. And on Sunday, I think some of you probably saw this, <laughs> but child two decided to punch child one during worship. So I take child two out and he is unconsolably crying, just a hot mess. And it hit me right in that moment. Man, our schedule, we have not spent time with our kids like we need to be doing. He's feeling it. I'm not excusing his behavior. We did deal with that for what happened during worship. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's a reason he's so exhausted and and feeling it. And us as parents, it just, oh, it was like a dagger to my heart a little bit. I just don't want that for my kids. I, Mm -hmm. I want us to be to do better, to be better for them. And granted, we could have every weekend turn out like that if we weren't careful. We always do our very best to manage the schedule and keep it, keep it livable. But then that was one of those weeks where like everything was happening and it was a, Mm -hmm. it was definitely a 
change of pace on the end of whoa can't do can't do a weekend like that anytime soon so on sunday night i was just articulating everything that had happened with our kids and our schedule and so david and i had a a little meeting <laughs> per se and we talked through what is happening in our our schedule and our life and how we need to do better some changes that we need to do so on monday is david's day off typically usually a couple church things sneak in but that's okay and so we said we're gonna go out on a little date with monroe but it's always fun yeah having her tag along so we did that we went to breakfast talked through some more things and then as soon as we picked up the boys from school we had a surprise day with them and they're really into soccer cards and so David's, there's a card shop right by their school. Let's take them, let them go pick that out. Mm-hmm. We'll open it together as a family, which they love to do. And then we went to Ingalls, got some slushies, mm-hmm. which is a funny story. We ended up only paying for one instead of three because the lady wasn't understanding that we were buying three. So <laughs> we, we tried. tried. We tried. And then we surprised them with sushi for dinner, which they love sushi. And we were able to just be together as a family. And mm. it's not, you're probably hearing, oh, we're just throwing money at doing things. No, it was time with them, which we value. So maybe you're feeling the same way. And there's a few things that we want to dive into this morning. Yes, I think it's so awesome how God has worked this out for this topic to be this week after everything last week we already had this on our schedule and what a god thing mm-hmm. it's so true all right so my first point that i wanted to discuss with you julie is maintaining your priorities first of all you have to establish what are the priorities in my life first when we're contemplating like how do we maintain a healthy schedule how do we keep the pace at a sustainable level where we don't have kids breaking down, where we're not just crashing and burning as well? These concepts are for everyone in life. And I think the way typically it is in America, it's a very go-go pace. Not mm-hmm. for everybody. It can't lump everybody into one big sum, mm-hmm. but the go can get to all of us. Yeah. We're going to talk about that a lot in my next point with the balance between productiveness and laziness. And you're right. The priority piece has to be set in stone first and foremost. So if you're not spending time with God, if your schedule, you do not have a chance to breathe Mm -hmm. and actually get alone and pray, open up the word, listen to some worship music, just have that quiet time where you can reflect on your own spiritual life, what God's doing in and Mm -hmm. through you meditate on the cross if we're not meditating on christ's sacrifice for us on the cross we don't have if we have no place in our schedule to sit back and praise him and thank him for what he's doing i think oftentimes the first thing to go when it's crazy is that special time with the lord yeah you have to have that number one you can't let all these other good things that we're going to talk about come in the place of that And then secondly, you really have to focus on, if you're married, it's going to be your spouse and then your kids. If you're not married, your family relationships. So God, and then you have family, Mm -hmm. and then you have everyone else. You have others, you have friends, you have people in your church. I think it's just important to keep those three in line first. Am I spending time with God? Am I spending the proper amount of time with my 
my significant other, my spouse, or if I have kids as well, then you have to throw kids in the mix down there as to be. Yeah, I think where it gets tricky is, yes, okay, let's say we have God as that foundation. We're walking with the Lord in our daily routines and our daily walk with the Lord. And then we've got our family, our spouse, if you have a spouse and kids. And then we've got other people, the church, Mm -hmm. our community. And I think where it gets tricky is the mix-up of family and the church. Mm-hmm. One can precede the other in an unhealthy way. And where is that balance? Most people aren't going to be like, I'm doing so many things for the church, right. I don't even see my kids. So that's where, as a pastor and their wife, they have to always maintain that healthy balance of, look, my relationship with God, my family has to come over the ministry. Otherwise you lose your family and you don't have a ministry. That's really what you're saying. For everyone else, it's very simple. Am I integrating my spiritual life with Christ that involves being involved in the church with other people? Am I making sure my family doesn't get in the way of that? Our church is not one of those churches that has a thousand different things programmed on the schedule. We do a lot for the size of our church, but we still strive to keep it simple Mm-hmm. and keep it balanced. But there's still times, even with our church, it's like, okay, we had a kid's program and we had this and that and we need to take a break. Let's not schedule anything for this next month. Let's hold off on that. But I think also what can happen is that we easily can put family over church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other flip side of it. So sports always win out over church. Oh, my kid has a game and it's during church, so they're going to do that. Whereas, let's get back to our priorities. Wait, the Lord is in the church, our our priorities. So we're going to filter everything through that. Mm -hmm. But when those priorities get off, it can mess with your family in really sad ways. It can mess up a generation Mm -hmm. of your kids aren't even in church one day because of it. Yeah, this is where it does get a little blurry. It really can get a little blurry because, of course, you want to invest in your family. Of course, you want to do all these things to help your kids become well-rounded. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just where is the balance? Because it can easily shift into, okay, we're going to have to miss this Sunday. Then we also have this vacation thing with family coming up as well. And then one Sunday, maybe you're sick. Somebody's not able to be there. Like before you know it, you can turn around and you're at church one Sunday a month or two Sundays a month. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a choppy, inconsistent thing. And that's not healthy at all for anyone for spiritual growth long term. Right, it goes back to your priorities. Yeah, that we're just saying that's something to be aware of. You want to invest in your family? Of course, we all do. But you also can't let your family take you out of your church every other weekend either. Because right. there's such a balance to it. Yeah. And we have yeah. not arrived by any means on this. This is just some reminders to go back to, mm-hmm. to talk through, communicate about. Mm-hmm. And when you need to just take a break, right? Like mm-hmm. I've had multiple conversations, even over just the last month with different people in our church. It's like, we really got to get somebody to watch the kids and just take a break with each other. Yeah. Like, Remember what it was like during the first quarantine when COVID became a big thing in the beginning of 2020? We were home mm-hmm. as a family and we went on walks as a family and it just... It was awesome. I loved it. And there are elements of that that I think we could go back to and would be healthy for us and that Mm -hmm. we want to remember. 
Mm-hmm. That's so good, Julie. Thinking through which elements of that we can continue on is a great call. Absolutely. So the second piece here that I wanted to discuss was balance between productiveness and laziness. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, of course, you have the whole side of, oh, we got to be productive. We got to be busy. We're doing all this. And that's what our culture kind of dictates. You still have people right. who don't do that at all. There's a flip side. Yeah. There's the person who likes to just be the person who hangs out at home and not get out in the big crowds. And you loved COVID when you could stay home and not get dressed. It was the dream scenario for you. But with that, it goes back to your priority. In scripture, we are called to love God and love others. Mm -hmm. And I think it's easy to be like, I'm an introvert and I like to be home. And so I'm not going to reach out to other people. Mm -hmm. And there's a balance to it. Maybe you don't have to go out guns swinging. I'm Mm -hmm. an extrovert and talk to every person I see. But are we just (laughs) loving the people in front of us? Having a kind word at the grocery store or... The reaching out to someone in life group that's struggling. Right. It's easy to be like, oh, I'm just too tired. I don't want to care. The introvert extrovert piece has really turned into a crutch. I know there's people in our church who are introverts and they don't just give in to what their desires are, always are. And they still actually say, I'm going to still love people and, and do, right. you know, Amanda's talked about this. I've, I've had other people in our life group talk about this, but yeah, like you can't be lazy just because it's, oh, life, everybody else is going too hard. I'm just going to sit back and play it slow. The church has been given a mission. We are to glorify God through the fulfillment of the Great Commission. So we still have to engage with people and do things. But again, it, it comes back to a balance of not going to one extreme or the other. Absolutely. Number three, I have understanding the difference between busyness and intentionality. Mm. So this is hard. Yeah, we are really, we're really like getting into these nitty gritty things that are pretty messy. Like it's easy to get off track one way or the other. I think it goes back to what it says in scripture about being still in knowing that I am God from Psalms 46. I have seen this. I don't know if you call it a meme, but just a graphic that's been floating around social media about this verse. A spiritual, a spiritual non-funny meme. So it's probably a Sunday school illustration. <laughs> something. <laughs> I've seen it floating around. And then actually this week, my sister texted it and was like, this is really good. And I had seen it before. And then it worked perfectly with what we're talking about today. But um, let's break that verse down. Yeah. Be still and know that I am God. I think before we break this down, actually, I want to say that it's so easy to block out what we really need to be doing with being busy and not actually like listening to the Holy Spirit and what Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit needs to tell us and being in tune to that because we know what that's going to mean. It's mean we're going to be convicted. We're going to have to make some changes in our life. Do we want that? Yeah. And really one of the ways you can tell if this is just a busyness piece of my life, I'm just doing this because I have to do it. I'm running the rat race compared to I'm being intentional with it is what is it doing for eternity? Like how is it speaking Mm -hmm. to other people? How is it drawing people closer to God? Such a good question to ask yourself. Yeah, because if it doesn't have any spiritual value or even just a piece of, hey, I need to take some rest so I can actually recuperate 
so I can get back on the saddle and do this great thing that I'm called to do. But yeah, there's a lot of things we just do because everybody else is doing it. And I feel like I got to fit in and keep up with the Joneses and, oh no, my kid won't have this or that. So I need to do this. And, oh no, I have to impress this person. I got to keep hustling. Like, wait, what is your motive behind it? That's how you can tell if it's just busyness, pure busyness, or I'm actually being intentional with a purpose and a goal. What's your motive? How does this play into eternity? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Such good questions. All right, let's break this verse down. When we're talking about being still, what does that mean? Stop talking, first of all. And how do you actually slow down and just be still? I think a very easy application here is put the phone away, right? Mm. Put it in another room and let it charge. And what if if I'm with the kids and Julie's out running errands, like, You call me and you are frustrated because I'm never answering the phone. And it's usually because I have no idea where the phone is. (laughs) The phone is lost in the house somewhere. Side note here. I have to tell this story. (laughs) So David loses his phone pretty often. Not every day in our house, but pretty often. (laughs) And almost every time he says, call my phone. So we do that and can't find it. And then he'll be like, well, look on the app finder and find it. He thinks... On the app finder, it's going to show us what room it's in. (laughs) No, it's just showing us it's home somewhere. So we laugh about that because it happens quite a bit, which is not a bad problem. I guess I am glad that Google, Apple Maps, whatever it is, doesn't have pinpoint accuracy all the way into the rooms of our home. At least they don't have that invasion of privacy. But yeah, switch off your phone. Stop commenting and just listen. If you're going to be still... You can't constantly question and you can't because that kind of turns into an argument. If it's just question after question, if it's complaining, of course not. You're not being still. But to be still means I'm actually going to ask the question and sit there and wait for an answer. And we that's hard to do. We don't really like that, but it's part of it. Yeah, it's a spiritual discipline. Yeah. I think too being still means we're not going to argue we're going to want to listen. It means you're not going to constantly question God. You're not going to let that turn into an argument. You're going to actually have to say, I want your answer, God. So I'm going to be still until you speak to me. Even if it's not what I want to hear, I'm going to take your answer. And then you have a no. Yeah. So with and no, with this great graphic here that we're referencing, it's got, we need to stop doubting. We got to be sure and we've got to have faith. If, we're, if we are having faith and we are sure of what the Lord's doing, mm-hmm. wow, what, what work God can do in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And it also had in this graph says no second opinion. I, I don't quite know what they mean by that. Maybe it's okay if God's... You're so sure. You're yeah. confident. Yeah, if God has revealed himself and the Holy Spirit's moved, he's opened this door. Don't just like waffle. What about what they said? This person over here. You know what I mean? It's just know who God is. God has revealed himself in his word. What he says is true. Do you know God? I'm just asking, do you know God, Mm -hmm. who he is? How can you find out? Mm -hmm. So be still and know that I am God. So God is almighty. God is in control. And this is, again, back to this graphic. God is love. God is king. God is my hope, my rock, my fortress. God is ever present, a help in times of trouble. 
God is my father. God is my shepherd. He will lead me, nourish me, protect me, and restore me. And that list is not exhaustive. I mean, we could go on. We could do a whole season and just talk about who God is and the different character traits about God. Absolutely. But I think all of this summed up together just means it's going to be hard to keep a balanced schedule. It's actually hard work to keep your calendar from getting out of control. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing in the life that we live, in the culture that we live, to actually be still, to listen to God, to have your priorities all in line. But these are things that we are pointing out to encourage you. Because the closer we can get to a balanced, healthy approach with life pace, the more productive we'll be for the kingdom. The more we'll be able to love our families, the more we'll be able to actually reach out to those who don't know Jesus Christ. We avoid burnout when we're balanced about this. I think it's easy to get to a point of just, I've got to cut out 20 things because it's just crazy. If we are balanced all along the way, Mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. And it's easier said than done. But in closing, I just want to ask you some questions. You as a listener, how are you doing with Life Pace? Mm -hmm. Are you one of the people who actually needs to pick it up and you've let some things slide, you've Mm. gotten sloppy in some areas. It's really easy, even when you're being productive, even when you're actually on it, you can slip into, oh, I'm gonna take a break right here. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, you can let a hobby or you can let a side interest overtake Mm -hmm. and and take time away from actually doing the most, most important thing in your life. Like I've had that happen to me. So yeah, identify, Am am I in this lazy category right now? And I need to actually just step it up wake up do what i'm called to do for for the kingdom or am i in this category of oh my word i'm running and i don't have time to stop and drink water (laughs) and i'm gonna injure myself because my bones are aching and my muscles are sore and i'm just primed for an injury right now and that means maybe you need to take that time off take that weekend Mm -hmm. off get with someone else camping we got camping season coming up we got the men's camp out shout out for that coming up next month just what do you need to do to slow it down i think are your priorities in line Mm -hmm. how's your walk with the lord that's first thing like we mentioned at the beginning no matter what stage you're at in life right now whether you're a college student or a stay-at-home mom or you've got a career wherever you're at Analyze your life pace. Where are you at? How are you doing on it? Is something need to go? Or are there some things that you need to add? That's really good. Hopefully that was helpful for you. We enjoy you listening to our dialogue. And we're looking forward to doing this again next week. If you're not already a subscriber to the podcast, please take a second and hit subscribe. That's really important. Also, please share give us a few more followers out there by just sharing this with a few other friends that you think would enjoy listening to our dialogue but julie any final words thanks for listening you are loved see y'all next week bye-bye